Hey everyone, this is Shamo with Girls and Geese back for yet another edition of our Next Generation series featuring up-and-coming young ladies that will take us to the next level as far as jiu-jitsu goes. We have an awesome uh, guest on today. Her name is Sophie Sharp. She'll be joining us here in just a moment. Uh, we'll get to know her a little bit better and uh, ho hopefully it'll be a lot of fun. I think so. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get her on with us. Hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good, you're so grown up. I haven't seen you in so long. <laughs> I know, it's been a couple of years. Yeah, I know. You're like a you little young lady. You're not like a little girl anymore. <laughs> it's true. Oh, so, so tell us a little, a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, my name is Sophie Sharp. I'm 14 years old. I'm a solid orange belt, and I train under Jay Rugabuto, John Combs, and Guy Mion under, um, at Studio 84. So... And I've been doing jiu-jitsu for four years since January. Awesome. How did so, you get started? Uh, it was actually my older sister. She wanted to do wrestling and everything, but my mom actually found a sport called jiu-jitsu, and uh, we both did it. We loved it. And after six months, she kind of, like, stepped away for a bit and didn't come back. But oh, I was okay. like, no, I love this. Like, this is <laughs> definitely my sport. And Ever since then, four years later, I've been still doing it every day. So, awesome. and your youngest sister has joined you as well now that she's old enough. Yeah. How's she liking it? She loves it. She asks every day, "Oh, are we going to jiu-jitsu?" But uh, <laughs> yeah, she's getting she's getting good. My yeah. parents are trying to saying like, "Oh, she definitely loved it more than Sophie." But yeah, oh, no. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> how really can that be? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So, so what is one of the, you know, I know you're an avid competitor, you train, I'm sure with, with the pandemic, have you been able to train more now that you guys are uh, not having to go to school, but you're doing everything at home or are you, are you back in school now? Uh, well, it's honestly like an on and off with a school um, because, you know, one kid gets a COVID and then it's shut down for two weeks. So it's almost like on and off, like it's a mystery if you're going to be at home or going into school, but jujitsu, um, for the first like six, seven months, I was still at home because my old school is, uh, doing a renovation and everything. But now at Studio 84, I'm training every day and it's amazing. Nice. So, what are one you know what's what's something that kind of keeps you going in jujitsu? What what keeps um, you motivated? Definitely my teammates. Um, they push me every day, and definitely my parents. I mean, I wouldn't be anywhere if they couldn't drive me to a tournament or to practice. You know, so definitely those two. And also, I love the sport. I mean, it's my passion until you know I'm too old to do it, but. <laughs> No, yeah, it's something that I love. So that's what really pushes me. Oh, I see. you're going to have a long time. You'll be training for a long time. Because you Hopefully. started so young. <laughs> I wish I would have started when I was your age. I didn't start until I was an adult. <laughs> so other than you and your sister, does anybody else train in your household, in your family? Uh, my dad is a pearl belt. So he started, uh, like, a couple months after me. But me, my little sister, and my dad are just to 
good family to do jiu-jitsu, beat them up all the time. So it's fun. <laughs> yeah, I remember your, your dad and your mom have brought you to many girls and geese in the East Coast area, and that's kind of how I got to get to know you guys a little bit. And they've always been super supportive. we got to get your mom on the mat, though. So. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I, 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 next time I see you, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so you you know you've been tearing up the competition scene for some time now what are is that something that you enjoy doing or is it just is it something that you're like eh, i'll go compete or like what is that a big goal that you have what does competition uh, yeah. play into that my first tournament i was like a month in and you know it wasn't the best tournament to start off with but ever since that it's always kind of been in my mind like well, I can, I can beat that person. You know, I love competing. And especially, like I said, I mean, competing is part of jiu-jitsu. It makes you better and learn your mistakes. So it's a very big part to me. But, yeah, I love competing. Do you have any signature, like, game? I know there have been some girls that come along and little boys, like, they're, like, there was the triangle queen. Do you have anything that you're known for, or, or are you able to have kind of a different game every time? Um, I try to switch it. I've been really working on passing, but um, submission-wise, my go-to every time is triangle to armbar. So I like to hit it almost every time, but like I said, I – I'm mainly a guard player, um, open and close, but I do like to work on my passing a bit because to me it's very important to not be one-dimensional. So, oh, Absolutely. I was a hardcore guard player for a long, long, long time, and then I hurt my knee, and I couldn't play guard how I used to, so I had to kind of evolve and, and play more of a top game. Plus, I had more weight, too, so that always helped. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard when you're smaller to, to play a good, solid uh, mount game. Mm -hmm. but, uh, I feel it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah even on, on the good guys. The <laughs> uh, so what are some of your jujitsu goals? Like, are you, is jujitsu something that you want to focus on? I know you're young, no pressure. But is it something like, oh, I want to own an academy, I want to be competing, or do you have other goals, like maybe you want to be a doctor or a veterinarian, or, or what, what, what are your goals as of now as far as where you see your future going? Uh, well, I'm really looking forward to the ADCC trials in November, so that's what I'm mainly training for. Um, and, like, school-wise, um, I really love cosmetology and, like, hair. So I would love to do that in high school. And my dad and I have always talked about this. Uh, we want to own our own academy one day and just make it like sharp jujitsu, something like that. <laughs> awesome. That, that's our biggest dream to open an academy one day. Um, so, yeah. That's awesome. That's a good goal to have. That's something you guys can work together, have a family business. There's a lot of family-run academies. They're pretty cool. You get that family vibe there. <laughs> So, do you spend a lot of time on YouTube watching like uh, tutorials for makeup? Is that I know that's something that a lot of people do, or do you just kind of play with it in freehand? Yeah, I'm honestly, you can say like self-taught of it. Um, I learned all my braids from a little bit of YouTube, but just me trying to 
figure out, oh, like this piece goes there and that piece goes there and then it all just kind of like comes together. But yeah, I've been doing hair, like I remember the first time I did like a bun, I was six. So ever since then, <laughs> I fell in love with hair. Um, <laughs> makeup and nails, it's not my type of cosmetology style. Um, definitely more towards hair and everything. Like I love like cutting it and dyeing it and doing different hairstyles. But I mean, you have to learn nails and makeup anyway so who knows it might be something that i enjoy yeah you never know until you try mm -hmm. how do you how do you like to wear your hair when you compete do you have any tips for the people watching out there uh oh. when i had my half shave um i would get cornrows or i would braid it myself or i would just do like a messy bun but now with this hair it's a little bit more challenging because it's short it falls out easily so you got to get those, like, really good hair ties. Um, but sometimes I do braids. Most of the time I just throw it up and I'm good to go. But, yeah, I like doing the braids. Yeah. No, I find that's always kind of the best way to just kind of get it all tight. I, I always did one braid, and then I did another braid, and then I would do a bun because well, yeah. my hair was long enough. <laughs> that was, like, my go-to. So I imagine that when you've been competing, you probably end up having a lot of, you're competing, are you mostly competing against little girls or is it kind of mixed divisions with little boys and little girls? Um, now that I'm 14, I'm in the teens division. So they try to put me against only girls, but I mean, my two tournaments ago, I went against a boy, but I kind of hate like the gender thing, like, Oh, like you have to go against that girl. Like I didn't go like my first ever tournament, I went against a boy. And from then, like I never really cared. Like, oh, like he's so much stronger than me. Like there's no way I can beat him, you know? And it's just kind of like that feeling, like, oh, like I beat a boy. Like all those people saying, like, I couldn't do that because, you know, once you get older, like they get stronger and everything. And, you know, we us girls can't unless we go to a gym and physically pick up weights, you know, it's a little difficult for me, especially because um, for the ADCC, um, Jay Rigobuto, who is my head coach, he wants me to get to like 125 and I'm like 103 right now. And he, I'm just eating and lifting and eating <laughs> and lifting. But yeah, competing, I don't really see anything with it going against boys, but that's just me. No, that's awesome. I think that's a good philosophy to have. Yeah, I have the opposite problem as you. I'm trying to go down weight classes. <laughs> it's not as much fun as going up. <laughs> going oh. up is like you can eat what you want. <laughs> if you live with me, I am not a big eater. So for me, oh, it's no. like, oh, it's like <laughs> awful. But you got such good food on the East Coast. <laughs> me too. You do. So yeah. have you been able, have you traveled out to outside of the East Coast to do any tournaments or to like go to seminars or camps? Have you been able to kind of I know it's hard when you have a, a whole bunch to have your whole family. It's you know expensive and timely. But have you had any opportunities? Um, I did I did it once in Vegas, but honestly, I kinda keep it more to the East Coast just because money-wise not many um, companies are willing to just fly me out there and pay for everything which is understandable obviously but yeah honestly only vegas and it was really fun too so it was a good trip oh yeah it's 
Was it for what what tournament was it in Vegas? It was IBJJF. So oh, awesome. How did you do? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Definitely. I went there. <laughs> no, I think I had like two and a half, almost three years of experience, and I was just not ready. And That's okay. No, I didn't know the rule set. Like the person with the lowest points goes with the person with the highest points first. And uh, so I got crushed, which I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you learn from that stuff. Do you ever replay your losses in your head after and be like, oh, I should have done oh. that there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially with Jay. Um, he wants me watching my matches, even if I win. Um, there's always something that he's like, well, you could have done that and that and then even just something, it could be something so little that it's like, really? Like, but I mean, it's good though. You need a coach like that who's willing to put in the time to watch your mistakes and watch your matches. So, no, absolutely. I think it, it makes a big difference to have somebody that's there kind of supporting you like that, you know, and that's good. I, I think that's awesome that you look at your wins too, because I've, had a discussion so many times that when you win, you're like, yay, I won, I won. And you don't even like, oh, I don't remember what happened because <laughs> I won. In the beginning, it was a lot like that. I would care so much about my win and be like, well, even though I lost 10 times, I still got that win, so I'm good to go. But now I'm just like, ugh, like I could have done so much better than that. But I'm very tough on myself. If you ask my parents or my coaches, you know, I get so frustrated. <laughs> you and I are alike there. <laughs> you and I are very much alike. I'll be like, ah, I can't do this. <sighs> you know, and it, sometimes it's not good, though, because it kind of flusters you. For me, it does. Yeah. You know, and, and you're kind of like, you're the one stopping yourself from doing better because you're overthinking what you should be doing. And Yeah. yeah. So what, what is one of your favorite jujitsu memories? I know your parents take you all around and, uh, you know, they support you in doing so many different things in the jujitsu scene. What is one kind of, I know that you probably have a lot, but what's one memory that you have that kind of stands out during your jujitsu journey? Um, one big thing is me believing in my jujitsu. I have a very hard time. Like, you can ask my parents and my coaches, like, they know that I can do it, but I'm just so hesitant of it. It's like, uh, like, no, I can't do that. But there's been like a couple of tournaments where, for instance, like my passing, like I finally, like I hit the pass and I, I did it good and I got to side control and just those type of like little moments, being proud that I was able to do it when I didn't think I would be able to. Wow. Now it helps when you have people people there supporting you and uplifting you. Mm -hmm. Are who are some like who are some of the big names jujitsu? Uh, you know, doesn't have to be a black belt female, but who are some of the women out there that you kind of look up to and maybe you kind of play a similar game with uh, or have Amanda a similar Levy. game as? <laughs> yeah, um, definitely Amanda Levy, Danielle Kelly. Um, I don't know if I have the same game as her, but Elizabeth Clay is amazing. Um, those, like, three girls are some people that I look up to quite often, especially Danielle because I train with her on a daily basis. So she keeps on pushing me every day. So 
that's nice to have your idol or somebody you look up to right there by your side. And she's my size. Hey, that's <laughs> even better. <laughs> that's even better. So what if you were to sum up your game, if you were to sum up your jujitsu game in one word, what would that one word be? Ooh. I know a it's a stumper. <laughs> um kind of laid back. Um, I don't do very crazy moves. I'm not like Cody Seal who does like flying stuff or like jumping stuff. Um, I just kind of pull guard and just work from there. So you kind of just lay the trap the for them? Yeah. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> open, like if they have an arm out or a leg out, something like that. No. That's, that's a good game plan. I my You know what my word would be? Sneaky. What? I'm a sneaky, do not trust me on the mat. <laughs> that is true. I remember rolling one time when I was a little. I do. I love it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get you to do this. So you do that. Aha, I got you. You're like the innocent one, but it's like, oh, I'm going to mess you up during this match. <laughs> oh, I miss jujitsu so much. I haven't been able to train. It's We're closed here in Hawaii, so we haven't trained like in a whole year. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we're very cautious, which is good. Yeah. yeah. So if you could go out and train with anyone, male or female, black belt or not, who would that one person be? Oh, Mikey Moose Macy and his sister. Yeah. I watch his DVDs all the time. I watch any like video of him on flow grappling. He's just like, I don't know. There's something about him. Like, his jujitsu, it's just not something you see often. Or like the Meow Brothers, something like that. But yeah, Mikey Musumeci is definitely one of them. Yeah, that's a good pick. Him and his sister are phenomenal jujitsu mm-hmm. players, like big time. So I'm going to go ahead and close out with this. If you could offer advice to any little girls or little boys listening here today, what would that be? Uh, don't back down. I've had a lot of moments where, oh, I don't know, like, uh, but yeah, even on, on your rough days, just keep pushing. It'll get better. Um, your jujitsu will too. But yeah, don't give up. Because if something that you want to achieve, you know, really achieve it. Go the extra mile. So that's something that I would definitely take advice on. Awesome. You are someone that I am super proud to say is carrying that next wave and will be the future of jujitsu. I think it's going to be bright, you know, and uh, you just keep being awesome. You keep believing, you keep pushing and you keep inspiring. And I look forward to seeing where you go, girl. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All the way you take care. You thank your parents for letting you do this interview today. And if people want to, if other little kids want to reach out to you and say hi and maybe get some advice, how can they reach you? What's your what's your handles on Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is Sophie underscore dog 922. DM me. I answer to all of mine. I'm not really busy. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> want to ask me something or something like that, go ahead and do it. 
Oz. So, will you take care and good luck with everything? And I look forward to seeing you on the stage doing some super fights and teaching seminars and having your own academy with your dad someday. And uh, I'll see you guys next time out on the East Coast. Yeah, definitely. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, absolutely. I look forward to interviewing your sister when she's a little bit older and she's following along your footsteps. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. All right. You guys take care. And uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Thank you.